This is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at Le Banks, St. Sampson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. different service today. We'll all be here together, we'll be joining in together as one family. All our children are going to be staying with us. Um, So be prepared for lots of different things, (laughs) lots of different activities. It has got a bit of a fruit theme today, okay? Hopefully you've spotted some bananas as you came in. Very good. My willing willing bunch of bananas. And... um, no, I, I think it's better that I didn't hear that probably, is it? <laughs> so we're going to have a bit of a fruit-themed harvest. Now, harvest, of course, is a time for us to be thankful, all right? In our day-to-day life, if you're anything like me, sometimes you just take for granted, don't you, that we've got food, that we've got shelter, that we've got all these things. And I love harvest because it's a time for us to pause, it's a time for us to reflect and just say, God, I'm so grateful for the things that you've given me each day, for the blessings. I'm so thankful for the friends, the family, all the different things in our lives. So it's a time for us to be thankful. But I also want us to think today about what we're harvesting in our own lives. Okay, so that's going to be a little bit of our theme this morning. So shall we stand together and um, let's pray before I hand over to the worship band. Father God, I thank you for this day. Thank you that it is a, a season of harvest, a time when we can be so thankful and grateful for all that you are to us and all that you've done, all that you've blessed us with. Lord, we're thankful today that we can come into this place to be together as a family, to be united and just to be in your presence and to spend time with one another, lifting up your name. Lord, we're so thankful that we have that freedom to do that. And uh, we thank you for the many blessings in our lives. So Lord, today, I pray that this will be a place where we can have fun together, we can laugh together, and more importantly, we can see you and we can grow in our relationship with you. So Lord, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Amen. Amen. Right, well, as you may have spotted, we have got some bananas in the house today. And um, I'm going to share with you a poem, okay? And uh, it is about a banana, all right? A poem, this poem is about bananas. And um, I need to, ch- where are your children? Wave at me, children. Yeah, okay, I can see you. All right, okay. Now, I know that on, a, on Sunday morning, you are able to make quite a bit of noise, okay? Because we sometimes hear you. <laughs> All right? So this morning, yeah, come on, Dan, come sit here. This morning, um, you can make noise here. All right, we're not going to silence you this morning. I want you to be loud. All right, okay. So, um, this poem is about a banana, and its title is Banana. Yeah? But, I don't want you to just say banana, because that would be really, really boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. But brilliant. You're getting the hang of this really well, okay? You're like the star pupil here. Okay, so when I um, read out this poem, you've got to shout out banana to me. All right? Can you do that, children? Yeah? You can shout a banana. Good. Okay, now, 
I don't want you just... Yeah, who said that? Right, I don't want you just to shout banana. We're going to jazz it up a bit, okay? So you're going to say it like this, all right? And now we've got to lose the whole thing of being posh, okay? We don't say banana, all right? You've got to say banana. Okay, you've got to say banana. Because we're all very refined in Guernsey and we'll say banana, but we really want to say banana. And I don't just want you to say banana, but I want you to go like this. Banana, nana, 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 banana. Can you do that? All right, you're getting there. Okay, so listen. Okay, let's, let's, let's try this again, all right? So, after three, we're going to do it together, okay? One, two, three. Banana, nana, 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 banana. Right, good. Yeah. Now, you're going to have to, children, be louder than the adults. Can you be louder than the adults? Yeah, I think you can. Okay, good. All right. The adults are going to join in. So, I'm going to say a verse, and once I've said the verse, I'm going to point to you, and you've got to shout out banana, but you've got to shout it out in, in, in that way. Okay, should we try it again? One, two, three. Yeah, good, excellent, we've got it, right, okay. But you need to be even louder, okay? Even louder than that, all right? Okay, here we go. What's the longest fruit you've seen found in milkshake, yogurt, and ice cream? When they're on my plate, I lick it clean. A tremendous taste, too good to waste. It is a... Excellent. You slip upon their slimy skin, so put the peel into the bin. What word doesn't stop after it begins? Simply unending. I'm always bending my... (laughs) Guys, it's good, all right, but it can be better. Okay, it can be better, all right? You can increase the volume. And children, I know you can get louder than that. Okay, you can mash them, you can squash them, you can squish them, you can gulp them, you can fry them, you can spread them, you can pound them and you can pulp them. When I ask what food you've had today, I'm hoping that you're going to say... Yes, that's it. Monkeys eat them at the zoo. They're yellow and black, not orange and blue. Ideal in a soup or in a stew. They're versatile, shaped like a smile. It is a... Good, I like it. Buy them by the kilo, pound or bunch. Stick them in your sandwich box for lunch. They're the ideal snack when it comes to a crunch. Travelling all the way from Jamaica, what fruit's got a name that's a record breaker? It's a... Before you get them from the store, shout out this poem's title once more. Banana, 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 banana. Oh, give yourselves a round of applause. Excellent stuff. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, you did really, really well. Now, my bananas, could you just come back to the front for a moment? Me too. Okay, now, in your fruity bingo... Hopefully, look, look, they're right up for this, aren't you? You two. <laughs> in, um, in your fruity bingo, hopefully you identified some other words that weren't necessarily fruits. Did you? 
Good. Now, does anybody know what those words might be? Fruits of the Spirit. Excellent. Okay. So there are nine fruits of the Spirit. We've got them here today. They look like this. And uh, my bananas are just going to stick on the words to the fruit for me. Is that okay? They're behind there. So, in the Bible, it talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Okay? And the fruits of the Spirit are all these different qualities. Love and joy and peace and gentleness and kindness and faithfulness and goodness and self-control. I want us to think about those this morning, about the fruits of the Spirit, as well as being thankful for everything that we have, also think about these different qualities and whether those fruits, those qualities are in our lives too. Okay, so we're going to come back to that in a moment. Brilliant. Let's give our bananas a round of applause because they've done so well. I was having a a think about these different qualities, okay, these fruits of the Spirit um, of being loving and being kind. And I thought to myself, what story in the Bible demonstrates these qualities? And I suppose one of the obvious parables that Jesus told, one of the stories is the Good Samaritan, okay? So the Good Samaritan talks about somebody who was good and kind and loving. So I thought I'd read to you the Good Samaritan today. But it's a little bit different because um, it's a kind of modern version of the Good Samaritan, so it hasn't got all the stuff that's in the Bible. And I've had a bit of artistic license with it. So, you will have never heard the Good Samaritan story told like this before. I guarantee you will not have heard it like this. You have got to try and listen out as I'm reading the story. You've got to try and listen out for any fruit, okay, that is in the story. So I have included different types of fruit in the story of the Good Samaritan and you have got to try and find the fruit. Yeah? Now, as I read it, I want you to try and count for me how many fruits you hear being said. Not how many times, but how many different fruits. So as I'm reading, I want you to listen out and see if you can identify the fruits and then at the end I'm going to see who's got got it right, okay, how many you think I said, now like I said, it's artistic license, okay, don't have a go at me, because it doesn't sound exactly the same, alright, just go with it, right, are you listening, are you ready to count, okay, there were two men, they weren't particularly very nice men, They had a reputation for being a right pair. They would often be seen around the streets up to no good. One day, this pair of men arranged to meet up and stay in hiding so that they could jump out on somebody and steal their belongings. Unfortunately, for a man named Barry, he happened to be walking along the road on this particular day and suddenly he was set upon by two men armed with pepper spray. These men ran off with Barry's new Blackberry phone and all his other possessions, leaving poor Barry lying on the road, unable to move. Barry was very shaken. Actually, he was very melancholy. You could say he was, in fact, a very blue Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I apologise. 
it wasn't long though until Barry saw someone coming towards him. But this person couldn't be bothered to help and crossed over to the other side of the street. Barry's mood plummeted as he watched the mango off into the distance. Barry's hopes rose once more when he saw some other people coming. He thought to himself, surely this time I'll get help. But the same thing happened. When the men walking towards Barry saw the situation, they looked around the area. They thought it was a bit dodgy. And one said to the other, we can't stick around this place. We've got to leave. And the other replied, I should cocoa, not here. (laughs) And they quickly departed, leaving poor Barry helpless and all alone. Just when Barry was giving up all hope, suddenly a man appeared, as if from nowhere. He came alongside Barry and asked him what had happened. Barry told him the story and explained the reason he was lying there. And the man, whose name was Oliver, was absolutely appalled. He went nuts. How could they leave you here, he said. He just couldn't figure it out. So Oliver helped Barry up and put him in his car to take him to the nearest hotel to help him get back on his feet. The first thing he did when they arrived was order him a lemonade to help him get his energy back. Oliver booked a room for Barry so that Barry could settle into his room. And Oliver exchanged currency and paid for Barry's stay. The hotel was sublime. It was five star. Oliver went to go and check on Barry, see if he was okay. And he shouted out, hope the room isn't too crammed, Barry. Oh no, no, Barry replied, it's just peachy. (laughs) Barry was so grateful to Oliver, he couldn't thank him enough. Oliver said that Barry was to call him any time if there was anything he needed. Come what may, you can count on me, Oliver said. Are you sure I can't repay you for your kindness, Barry asked. But Oliver brushed him off and shook his head. Bah! Na, 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 na. They think nothing of it. That was tentative, I guess. So with that, Oliver waved goodbye and said, cheerio. Okay, now, how many fruits do we think we might have found in the story? Anyone give me? 21, 22? 24? 23? Okay. Actually, it was 23. 23. So over there, well done. I'll show you the words. There they are. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> 23 words. I know what you're thinking. Hey? They are. <laughs> uh, yeah, peppers, a fruit. Yeah. I've done my research, folks. I've done my research. Yep. So, sweet peppers, they've got seeds. Nuts are just dried. So, yeah. Well, um, it did take me quite a while to write that, you know. <laughs> Although you might not think it. Okay. Brilliant. Now, this story, like I said, the Good Samaritan, it's a story that demonstrates 
these different things, really, because that person, that kind person, Oliver, stops to help Barry, showing him love and showing him kindness and goodness. Okay? Five minutes. I'm just going to um, take of your time for a moment. When I was... Um, obviously, my fruit, got, fruit bowl got a bit full there. All right. I did just want the fruit to be put in there. But um, I want us to imagine for a moment, okay, that our life is like a fruit bowl. Our life is like a fruit bowl. And if you were to look into the fruit bowl of life, your life, I wonder what you'd find in that fruit bowl. Yeah? Would you find the delicious, lovely, sweet, juicy fruit? Or would you find a random can of tuna? A lump of cheese? A loaf of bread? You get what I mean? I think in Galatians 5 in the Bible it says that we are to live a life in step with the Spirit. Okay, which means that we produce fruit, produce fruit like this, okay, fruit that resembles qualities of love and joy and peace and kindness. And I think this fits in really well with what we've been looking at in James recently about our lives. You know, it's easy for our life, our fruit bowl of life, to get filled with lots of other stuff, lots of other things. My fruit bowl at home, okay, which is actually that. My football at home, a lot of the time, has anything but fruit in it. I don't know if your fruit bowl's like this, okay? So whilst I was typing this up, I actually went and had a look at my fruit bowl. I'm a bit embarrassed, but this is what I found in my fruit bowl. In it was half a packet of tortilla wraps, a handful of mint humbugs, four apples, and a packet of Kit Kat bites. Now, I really seriously, that was what was in my fruit bowl. Please don't judge me on that, okay? <laughs> you probably are, because I would. But um, it's quite ridiculous, because all that belonged in my fruit bowl were the apples. That's all. Everything else shouldn't have been there, should have been taken out. But I had my fruit bowl cluttered up with lots of different things. And this harvest time, obviously it's a time for us to be thankful. But I want us to think as well about what are we harvesting? What are we producing in our life? What is in our fruit bowl of life? The other day I went blackberry picking. Then if you ever go blackberry picking, I love going blackberry picking. We used to do it as children and I still love doing it now. And it's nothing more exciting than coming back with this big bowl of blackberries that are just so ripe and juicy and ready to eat. And then you go home and you, you whip up a crumble. Your mum whips up a crumble. <laughs> and um, you all enjoy that with lashings of custard. It's so good, isn't it? And it got me thinking because that excitement when you go blackberry picking and you see the blackberries and they're ready to be picked, kind of like when you meet someone who just produces good fruit, produces the fruits of the Spirit in their life, it's so wonderful to meet someone like that, that is loving, that is joyful, that is full of peace and, and full of graciousness and, and goodness. And it got me thinking about our own lives and actually... What in our own lives are we producing and what needs to be thrown out? Are there things that we need to get rid of in our fruit bowl? You know, there's not going to be much room for love if I'm being hateful or if I'm being cruel. There's not much room for peace if I'm causing conflict in other people's lives. And the Greek word for fruit refers to the natural product of a living thing, the natural product of a living thing. And Paul uses the word fruit in order to help us understand the product of the Spirit. What does the Spirit produce? 
the Spirit produces these things. The fruit of the Spirit, not just us as Christians trying our best to produce these things, but it's actually the Spirit that produces these things. So that means as we give God more room in our lives, if we invite the Spirit into our life to dwell within us, to take over our life, to help us to be more like Jesus, to shape us and mould us in that way, we too should produce these things. They should be evident in our lives as we are living according to the Spirit, as the Spirit is dwelling in us. And harvest is obviously a time to be thankful and we have so much to be thankful for. And I think thankfulness is one of the things that we want in our fruit bowl of life. But today as we leave, I just want us to consider what are we producing? What are we harvesting? Are we allowing the Spirit of God to move in all parts of our lives, working through our lives to produce the sweetest of fruits, these nine things? Because that's what really, really matters. It's our character. It's who we are. We mess up. We do things wrong. We stuff up. We fail at times. But actually, are we showing these to other people? And the beautiful thing is this. These qualities are fruits of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit produces these things. That means that when we look at these qualities, we get a glimpse of what the Spirit is like. We get a glimpse of what God is like. So as much as the Spirit moving in us and dwelling in our lives to produce these fruits, actually, these things, they're exactly what God is towards us. The Spirit, when we're in times of trouble and in times of need, is our comforter, is the one that brings us peace. When we are in difficulty, when we are struggling, the Holy Spirit is the one that is faithful towards us, promises never to leave us. The Spirit is kind and the Spirit is gentle and the Spirit is patient with us, not easily angered or frustrated. And that's beautiful, isn't it? To be able to see that these things is exactly what our God is, the Spirit dwelling in us. This is our God, the one that we can call Father, the one that we can call Friend. Nobody loves us like he loves us. Nobody is good towards us like he is good towards us. No one is faithful like he is faithful so as I close this harvest I want us to give thanks to just for how great God is how good his spirit is to us and how he provides these things these nine things and more in our lives I'm going to invite the worship group to come back and we're going to um, we're going to sing a final song and as we do that let us come with thankful hearts because it's harvest but let's also think about this What are we producing in the fruit bowl of our lives? Are we producing these gifts, these fruits of the Spirit? Is the Spirit dwelling in us? Are we allowing God to take over our life so that we become more loving, more joyful, more peaceful, more faithful and good and kind? And perhaps we can ask God to come and dwell in all parts of our life so that we might produce these things. Let's stand together. Delancey Elam.co.uk